or we're posting to say what we want to say. Mm-hmm. We have a special, we have an offer, mm-hmm. we, 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 like what do we want our consumers to see mm-hmm. versus what do our consumers want to see from us? So remember who you are when you're on social media mm-hmm. and what really enhances your experience, what makes you follow people, mm-hmm. but then also what interrupts that user experience. Yeah. I view it in four different viewer types and each one of them has their own set of goals. Success Confidentials are conversations around elective growth. What drives it and what sustains it? Are you ready to think outside the box and do healthcare differently? You'll learn from our missteps, our successes, and change the way that you think about elective healthcare. So let's have some fun. (laughs) Let's dive in. Hello everyone, it's Lauren and Christine with The Patient Whispers, and today we're bringing you another Success Confidentials. (laughs) So let's talk about what we're posting on social media. Yes, it's one of my favorite discussions to have with practices, and it's really breaking down today what the practice is posting, what an agency is posting, Mm -hmm. if they have an agency, Mm -hmm. or if it's all agency-driven content, Or if it's a hybrid model, what does that look like and how can we be strategic? We know from being in a real practice, so many times we're either struggling to keep up with content Mm -hmm. and keep a flow of content going out there that sometimes you fall into the routine of just, I need to be posting and I have to get content out there Mm -hmm. that may lack intent and strategy. Mm -hmm. This is what I like to call People are posting just to post, just to cross it off their to-do list. And the thing is, even I understand whenever Mm -hmm. I was in practice, there were days I felt like I was doing that. You kind of have to pause. Or you're working with an agency and you kind of check that box and you say, okay, well, they're posting for us on social media. Unfortunately, we know that agencies can only do so much when it comes to social media and posting because they don't have real content from our practice. Mm So whether we've checked the box with our agency or we're doing it ourselves, how do we really stop and reassess? Yes, or we're posting to say what we want to say. Mm-hmm. We have a special, we have an offer, mm-hmm. we, 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 like what do we want our consumers to see mm-hmm. versus what do our consumers want to see from us? Mm-hmm. And really having that servant mindset behind mm-hmm. our social media mm-hmm. rather than it being self-serving. Because it's really a privilege to show up to anyone on social mm-hmm. media. I think that was a big perspective shift for me was instead of this is my platform to mm-hmm. market myself and my services, no, this is the people's platform to enjoy. Mm -hmm. And I have the privilege of potentially being a guest in Mm -hmm. their newsfeed, in their encounter with their friends and family. Mm -hmm. And the reason they're on social media, it's a privilege for me to be inserted into that experience. Mm -hmm. How can I maximize that? It's a really different perspective. Yes. Like we always say, Mm -hmm. putting yourself in the shoes of the consumer Mm -hmm. instead of our marketing admin hat that we wear so often. um, If you 
get in that rut, Mm -hmm. you're posting, like you said, to serve the clinic. Yeah. Not the consumer. So remember who you are when you're on social media Mm -hmm. and what really enhances your experience, what makes you follow people, Mm -hmm. but then also what interrupts that user experience as this is a time investment. This is Mm -hmm. your time to decompress most of the time or shop um, Mm -hmm. and really connect with people. So you want to make sure you're reaching people where they're at at that point. Yeah. I think it really backfires Mm -hmm. when we fall short of looking at things from that perspective, mm-hmm. because then the viewer almost looks at it as a um, an intrusion mm-hmm. of their their downtime, mm-hmm. which completely backfires. Yes, and we know too from a business side, it backfires on us. One from a brand perspective, mm-hmm. but also the time investment mm-hmm. that we're putting in to yeah. have someone. Um, post the content, create the content, connect with the patient, film the content, whatever your model looks like mm-hmm. and your strategy is, you're wasting that time. If it doesn't connect with the consumer and you're just posting the post, that was a waste of time. Yeah. We can't just do social media to do social media. Yeah. It defeats the purpose. <laughs> social media content created in your practice is essential. But you have to have a clear strategy. And we can't have a clear strategy if we don't really understand who our viewer is, Mm -hmm. who is consuming our content. Mm -hmm. So we can identify because I think back to when I was in practice and I understood the concept of social media and that it was essential and important and could be used for our practice. Um, and we had a plan for posting. We had an agency who was promoting social media ads, Mm -hmm. but it was frustrating because we weren't really seeing the engagement on our page and posts. Mm -hmm. People weren't liking and commenting and interacting. We weren't seeing the leads that we really felt we should be generating. And so we were doing all the things Mm -hmm. and we knew they should be working. This is a, an industry that is booming big brands, business, Everything is really progressing on social media. So I knew it had to work, but I was frustrated because I wasn't really seeing the real results that I knew were there. Mm -hmm. And that's where I came into play. Mm -hmm. That's where I started in private practice is being a marketing coordinator. And Mm -hmm. I really honed into an opportunity here Mm -hmm. of our social media platforms because we had the investment. We had the understanding Mm -hmm. and the value behind social media, but really what it was was a perspective shift Mm -hmm. of the type of content we serve. So it's that shift from Mm self-serving to consumer-serving content Mm -hmm. that really changed the game for us. Yeah. So let's dive in. Who is our viewer on social media? How have we defined that? So I view it in four different viewer types and each one of them has their own set of goals. Not each piece of content is going to resonate with with all four. Mm -hmm. So of the four viewer types, to our followers and to our non-followers, the first follower is going to be our converted patient, someone that's already a part of our clinic knows us, and they really engage in this organic content. Yes. So our goal with them is engagement, the likes, the comments, Mm -hmm. the interactions, the word of mouth piece, Mm -hmm. the brand advocacy. They build that community Mm -hmm. of patients that authenticate us on social media. We really are who we say we are Mm -hmm. because our patients are here vouching for us and interacting with us on social media. So our content really needs to be appealing to them 
as someone who already believes in us, already trusts us, and it's really just fostering that brand loyalty um, and interaction. A great example of this, if you really want it to connect, is looking at a picture of someone's surgeon on mm-hmm. their practice profile. Yes. You will see the converted patients. It's not the people who don't know who the surgeon is, it's the people who see him and have had surgery by him yeah. or her and have changed their life. Yes. That's who comments and engages yes. with that type of content. And it does so well. They want to see the staff they know and love. They yep. want to see the surgeon they respect and love. They want to see educational content. Mm-hmm. You are their chosen expert. Mm-hmm. We have to keep informing them of anything that applies to their life. Mm-hmm. Um, through our industry and they also enjoy seeing other patients lives change mm-hmm. because it's kind of this community they were touched by you as well and mm-hmm. so that's the type of content they want to see our second viewer that is a follower is our interested lead or potential lead that is following us but hasn't converted into a patient yet yes so with this patient our goal is to nurture their interest they are kind of on the hook they're Mm -hmm. on the line they're watching us and we have the ability to nurture that into action which again is to inquire or fill out a web form Mm -hmm. book a consultation Mm -hmm. they don't need to see ad like content they're already here because they're interested in us they need to know more about us what makes our brand unique and different Mm -hmm. who are we as a brand personality Mm -hmm. are we a great place to work is our surgeon or our doctors or our healthcare professionals interactive? Do patients love them? Do mm-hmm. patients, again, comment on our on our posts? Are the, is there a community that's alive and thriving? And are they led down the funnel of interest for our products and services? Mm-hmm. Are we providing helpful information mm-hmm. versus, again, ad-like content? Have this procedure. We offer this procedure. They already know we offer these things. They know LASIK you can see clearly with at this point. (laughs) They need more information, the FAQs, Mm -hmm. information that what does the process look like? Mm -hmm. They're already interested. What is more that we can provide Mm -hmm. for them? Yes, and debunking myths. That's Mm -hmm. a great one for this Mm -hmm. type of viewer because they have the fears. That's what's Mm -hmm. holding them back sometimes. Yeah from converting into a lead. And so that's always great to educate them, like you're saying, on who we are and what the service really is. Okay, so if those are our followers, that's two of the four. So the other two are non-followers? Yes, non-followers. So our first one here is the investigative non-follower. This is someone that came across an ad um, on Facebook, Google, maybe they're researching local clinics around you and are really trying to figure out who you are and the brand differentiators here. So they mm-hmm. popped onto your profile, are not engaging with your content, but they are looking at it. Okay, so they're here with, with intent. Yes. They're here on purpose. Yes. They are considering what you offer or yes. you as a brand. Yes, most of the time mm-hmm. they're a little bit further down the funnel than someone who hasn't thought about, let's say, you know, for example, LASIK, mm-hmm. um, it just kind of popped up on their screen. This person's probably doing a little bit of research and digging. So our goal here with this person is we've piqued their interest a little bit. Mm-hmm. We want them to either follow us mm-hmm. so they can now be nurtured or cut to the chase and inquire with us. Yes. <laughs> but either way, we have to give them more. Mm-hmm. Here again, ad-like content does not appeal to this person. Mm-hmm. They're already here for a reason. 
So we need to nurture that interest again into action. What are our brand differentiators? How Mm -hmm. are we different from, say, someone else who offers the same services? Mm -hmm. So again, it's really information that's educational, informative, and represents our brand personality, our staff, our people, our patients, Mm -hmm. more information. One of my favorite examples to give on this type of viewer is let's say again let's use the example of lasik Mm -hmm. you're looking into lasik and you're looking at different profiles in your area um, but you resonate with a story of a patient and they're going to go to your profile to make sure there's more of that type of emotional content that they're going to be served Mm -hmm. because they do want this procedure Mm -hmm. they just need to convince themselves that they need it and that's what really resonates with them so Mm -hmm. they need to be able to see that it's consistently being served on your profile during this period as well. Then we have our last of the four viewers, which is your unintentional viewer. This person came across your ad in their feed or on their friend's profile, or you know, as we know, the FYP Explore page, and they weren't really seeking out information on your services. Mm-hmm. You popped up into their newsfeed and they're they're interested now. They, they want to learn a little bit more, so they yeah. go to your profile. So they're completely casual. Yeah. They may not have thought about the services you offer, mm-hmm. or may, you and your services may not be on their radar. Yeah. So our goal now is to turn casual view into peaked interest, Yes. which again would be to follow you, mm-hmm. start engaging, mm-hmm. so we can start nurturing that interest. This is typically not, typically not the person who's just going to inquire right away mm-hmm. they're very top of the funnel and so again the anything that's ad like will not resonate because the reason mm-hmm. they've come across this is because they're enjoying their experience on social media mm-hmm. so the ad like content doesn't have a place here either mm-hmm. they may need more top funnel content so who are you and what do you offer mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. but still anything that feels like an ad they don't want to see that. They're not here for that. Mm-hmm. They're enjoying their experience. Mm-hmm. We love examples. <laughs> so if we use an example mm-hmm. of a piece of content that you know what I'm thinking of, <laughs> that we see all the time on practice profiles or in practice ads mm-hmm. that does not resonate with any of our four viewer types. Yep. What example would that be? What example would you give? <laughs> well, it has to be see clearly with LASIK. Oh my gosh. (laughs) One is, here's my two things with this. Of course, it doesn't resonate with any of the viewers. Mm -hmm. And the second is LASIK's the household name. It's Mm -hmm. like the Kleenex of face tissues. Mm -hmm. You know, everyone knows the name of LASIK. They know what it does, that you see clearly with LASIK. So there's no need to waste the ad money Mm -hmm. and the time of your team investing in creating the graphic to put that out there. We already know that. So on the contrast though, what is a piece of content that would resonate with all four? Okay, you know I love this one. (laughs) Uh, A piece of content that does actually resonate with all four. And again, we know not every piece hits all four viewer, but patient-generated content or patient content that looks Mm patient-generated is the most powerful piece of content. We talk about that all of the time. The video short form, patient is emotional Mm -hmm. and talking about your experience Mm -hmm. or the procedure. 
Mm-hmm. This apl- this appeals to the patient follower. Mm-hmm. Oh, yay, there's another patient who's experienced what I've experienced. Celebratory moment. Love yep. your team. It appeals to the follower who is interested mm-hmm. and they are thinking about it and this just helps them really get even more excited about yes, it. and see themselves in that situation. Yes, yes, they, they identify with the emotion. Mm-hmm. Or it also appeals to the two non-follower types. Mm-hmm. The person who is looking at you on purpose, okay, you say you're great. Here are real patients that say you're great. Mm-hmm. I identify with either the pain points they've expressed or the freedom they've just expressed is what I want. Or that casual viewer, this feels like an organic piece of content. Mm-hmm. It feels like a part of my experience. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested to watch it. Mm-hmm. What, what, what do you do and who are you and how do you touch people's lives? Oh, okay. That's mm-hmm. interesting. And with that unintentional viewer, mm-hmm. it's what gets them to stop scrolling, mm-hmm. really. It's the story behind yeah. it. And I always say that it performs better when it's a patient's words about you rather than you quoting back what a patient said to you. If yes. it's coming out of their yes. mouth, it just feels so much more authentic. Mm-hmm.